Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch, down to the sole. They even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Visit ebay.com for terms. The Volume. What's up, y'all? T-Bob Bear here, host of Snaps, presented by FanDuel. And we all know football season's rolling right along. It's kind of sad, already halfway through. And there's no better place to get in on the action than at FanDuel. Okay, the app is awesome, man. It's safe, it's secure, it's easy to use. The boosts that they always got. I mean, I love the Thursday night same-game parlay. Just 10 free dollars. Just get a free $10 bet for your same-game parlay. Juice it up as much as you want, right? That's just one of many exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid quickly. And there's so many ways to play. Spread, money line, over, unders, totals, props, everything. And then if you're like me, you procrastinate, you lose check of time, you can jump into the action during the game with live betting. So, Use the promo code SNAPS and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. Yo, what up, everyone? Welcome in to SNAPS here on uh, this Thursday. Uh, Sorry we not come to you live today. Some of the predictatorial staff is uh, in transit. So we are recording today's episode, but nonetheless, we are very excited for another Thursday episode of Snaps. Remember, every single Thursday, we count down the top five games of the week. If you're listening to us for the first time, what's up? I'm your host, T-Bob Bear, joined by fellow host looking great in the Sunday red today, Mr. QB1, Aaron Murray. What's up, Aaron? It's Sunday red and it's birthday red too. Your boy, 32, one year no. closer to you, T-Bob. Yeah. Hey, let's Thank go. You. Yes, yes, yes. Got my fresh shave on. I'm feeling good. Look good. Wifey, wifey's taking me on the town tonight. Um, dude, she may actually pop like tonight. So we're doing yeah. this. You went to the doctor today. <laughs> Her numbers are like, the doctor's like, you you could be any second now. So I'm like, okay. Little little birthday present could be coming out later tonight, maybe. So uh, she's going to take a nice long walk this afternoon, and uh, we will see what happens. So hopefully we'll be able to at least finish the show. Okay, so Mild Man, um, also a QB1 of the past, and his oldest daughter born on his birthday, August 19th. So there you go. Maybe you too will share a birthday with one of your children. Uh, that's pretty cool. Man. Yeah, so Aaron's about to have a kid. I'm about to have a kid as well. 
in like three weeks. Uh, and both of our teams look like they're going to play in the SEC championship. So life is good right now for team snaps. I do want to remind you, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, promo code snaps. Huge thank you to FanDuel. Huge thank you to the Volume Sports uh, Network for having us here. And please, 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 we want all these people that support us to be like, wow, y'all are doing great. So listen to the pod and it's going well, we're excited, it's growing. Uh, but if you could, you know, subscribe to the pod wherever you listen to them, rate it, review it, that really helps. Share it with your friends, all of that stuff helps. And uh, we'll keep bringing you some fun college football coverage. Uh, one fun thing that I love, Aaron, are the holidays. Uh, they're right around the corner. And if you're wondering what to get someone, um, they don't have to be an outdoorsy type of person, but it doesn't hurt uh, if they have kids, if they, they, really anybody, you want to check out the Turtle Box Bluetooth speaker. It's at turtleboxaudio.com. It is uh, a fully waterproof uh, outdoor Bluetooth speaker, and it is loud. I mean, it gets really loud. Uh, again, I charged it once and have not charged it again, and I use it constantly. Like, the battery does not die. Uh, it's very easy to transport. It's got a great handle. It's also got these little hooks on the side if you wanted to, like, uh, bungee cord it to, like, an ice chest or something. It's durable. Again, waterproof. Um, I've taken it golfing. Uh, I, I, I put it in the yard where I'm like doing decorations, which I'm about to have to do again. Um, chilling with the neighbors, drinking beers in the driveway, walking around the neighborhood with the kids. Like I am obsessed with this turtle box speaker. Go to turtleboxaudio.com, promo code snaps, and uh, you'll get $20 off and free shipping and handling. And if you really want to splurge, if you buy two of these things, you can very easily just at the touch of a button, sync them up and you got stereo sound. So like if you're a tailgater, trust me when I say like this thing will accomplish your tailgate needs and you don't have to invest nearly as much as if you were to buy some like giant sound system, turtleboxaudio.com promo code snaps. All right, Aaron, anything out of turtle box before you get into this. No, go get it. It's it's the perfect holiday gift. We'll be blasting it all throughout yeah. the holidays as well. Uh, a good mixture of Disney and yep. yeah, Rudolph Christmas, it's gonna Christmas, be Christmas, Christmas joys. Um, yeah, yeah a because of Mickey going on because the baby's coming right at the beginning of December. This will be one of the years where I break my rule and I may even put up the Christmas decorations this Sunday and like, do it. please don't front be of my guy. house. I have to do because what if the kid comes? I, I'm not putting those things up after a baby. Like everything's my wife wants it like. Christmassy, so she can drink her red wine that she's earned after nine months and be chilling with a little newborn in her arms. I love putting up the decorations because I do the lights like Clark Griswold style, not in terms of how much, but I got to go about 20 feet up on a ladder. And it's a little terrifying up there, but it's kind of like Pacino and two for the money. He's like, it's the losing that lets you know you're alive. Like, like when you're up there, you're really living. Because you know you're just one fall away from a snapped femur in a hospital trip that's going to ruin your life. But when it's all said and done, the pride in the job well done is undefeated. Just like, damn it, neither Tulane nor UCF is undefeated. They just smashed my excellent transition I'd set up there. So we're going to talk about the top five games of the week. First on this list, Aaron, not a major brand game here, but one of the most interesting of the weekend nonetheless the Tulane Green Wave, the ranked Tulane Green Wave, playing host to the ranked UCF Golden Knights. Um, and 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 I'll say this, Aaron, this is the first time Ross Dellinger has a really good piece 
on SI.com right now on this game. Uh, this is the first time that Tulane has played host to a ranked game since 1949 when uh, number 10 Tulane lost to number 13 LSU 21 to zero. And as Ross kind of points out in the article, ironically, it's kind of one of the losses that started to unravel Tulane a bit. Um, you got to see these pictures, maybe put them in in post boys because the stadium's packed. Like it looks awesome. Uh, but yes, it's 1949. Finally, the Green Wave playing host to another ranked team while they are ranked. So, uh, so it, it look, it's really cool for the city, and it's really cool for a very uh, long-suffering fan base. Well, it, it, it's uh, well, it was interesting to see what game day was going to pick, and they ended up going to Texas for that matchup versus TCU. You kind of understand that, but I think it would have been pretty cool if they did go to Tulane, hosting like you alluded to a ranked UCF team. I'm interested with the quarterback situation going on at UCF. Uh, with with John Rice Plumley a little banged up, you know who do they go with? Because Keeney's a little bit more of a passer. Obviously, John Rice is or Reese is is a hell of a runner, hell of an athlete. We just remembering his time there at Ole Miss. So I think it's Reese. I've heard Reese. I've heard Rice. I thought I thought Rice. I, it I did matter. too. I swore I did too. Then this morning I was listening to some sports right in there saying Reese. I think they're screwing up. I, I, I think they're they screwing were. up. We'll go, go with Rice. our guts. We're gonna go Rice. John Rice Plumley. Yeah. I love um, Rice. So th- so it's an interesting matchup. You got the number one defense in the conference versus the number one total offense in the country, or conference, excuse me, not the country, conference. So this is going to be, I, I do like Tulane at home. I think, you know, these big games like we've seen all year, I know this isn't Athens, this isn't Knoxville, this isn't, you know, Ohio State or wherever, wherever, but it's still home. And, and there is a sense of feeling of feeling good, home field advantage, get a little bit of the crowd juice going a little, with them uh, and the way that defense is played and the way that Tulane has run the football as well. Uh, it's going to be a great football game. I think both teams are evenly matched. So I'll give the edge to your uh, your team there in Louisiana, see if they can keep the ball rolling. Yeah, I mean, look, let, let's be clear. I have no great uh, analysis on this Tulane game. I've not watched this Tulane team a ton. I'm trying to figure out their record against a spread because I feel like there's been a lot of Louisiana They've been people. really good. I was about they've to say, I feel really like they've good. been covering uh, yes. quite a bit because I know a lot of people have been betting them and uh, making some money this year. But it's just a cool story. And you mentioned the home crowd. Like, that's a place that is traditionally empty, and it will be packed. Like for the first time ever, like the crowd was pretty good um, last week or two weeks ago. This is going to be the biggest crowd that any of these kids has ever played in front of. So you always hope. uh, And it's a great moment for Willie Fritz, who looked like the program was getting there, had an awful year. I want to say last year, two years ago, and now is having the best year that he has ever had. And you would love Fritz if you met him. He got he's got that old um, like. Like he has chronically abused his vocal cords to where they will never recover. He's got that coach's voice, that like Marine drill sergeant voice. Uh, and then look, UCF's always interesting. It's very funny that Gus just continues to be an offensive genius and has UCS ranked and Bo Nix and everything. And then there's Auburn. So roll wave, which is what they say, Aaron. They say roll wave, uh, roll wave, get it done against the Gus bus. And screw John Rice Plumley. All LSU fans still hate him for rushing for like 700 yards against LSU back in 2019 when he was at Ole Miss. Now to some of the big boys. Number four on this list, Aaron, a game that we have talked about plenty, LSU at Arkansas. 11 a.m., 38 degrees at kickoff, three-point spread, huh? A little stinky there. 
Uh, Aaron, what do you make of this game? Uh, should LSU be worried about falling into the proverbial trap? Well, yeah, of course they should. I mean, that was a massive win last weekend for them versus Alabama. So, like, you do think that there's going to be some sort of hangover, but I also think that there that wasn't just any win last week versus Alabama. It also re-energized them in the sense of making it to Atlanta. Like, you and I both know we've played in this conference – What's your first goal? Your first goal is either to win the East or in LSU's case, win the West. And with yeah. that win versus Alabama, that now is a, a realistic thing that could happen if you finish the season off. They are in control of their own destiny. So I think that is something that guards against the sense of sleepwalking this week in practice or even the next three weeks as they get ready to possibly face Georgia in this SEC championship game. I think now they look at it as, hey, guys, we have a chance to go to Atlanta we have a chance to win the SEC, and we have a chance to maybe screw around and make the playoffs. Like, huh. who thought that would have been possible three or four weeks ago? So I think that was the message on Sunday and Monday in that locker room of, hey, guys, wake your ass up. Yeah, we're going on the road. Yeah, we just beat Alabama. But we are in a prime position right now to to make some major, major noise in this conference and, and across the country. So I think you're going to get a team that that obviously we've seen them get better and better each week this season. I think you will continue to see Jaden play at a high level. And 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 I'll focus on that side of the football first against Arkansas's defense. Arkansas, as I've, I've said a bajillion times, and I'll say it again in this show, is horrendous. I watched it last week versus so Liberty in person. I was there with my own eyeballs in the stadium watching Liberty throw all over Arkansas's defense. They are not very good. And, and LSU and Jaden is throwing the ball tremendously right now, the best we've seen them all season long. They will dominate that side of the football. Flip it over to the other side, and the offensive line for Arkansas was 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 not very good last week. And I get like it was a, it was just a bad week. Which is odd though, Aaron, because they've been like you watch a lot of Arkansas film. The O line's actually been really damn good this year, haven't they? Which they have been good, which is why you're like, okay, maybe it's just one week, which is not really my main concern. It's it's more of of KJ. Um, yeah. KJ's been banged up all year, and he he looks good when he's healthy. And when he doesn't look, when he's not healthy, eh, we've seen some some iffy moments. Two interceptions last week versus Liberty. So I just don't know how healthy he is heading into this game. Uh, I think they struggle on both sides of the football. Uh, I don't know what Vegas knows that I don't know, but I think LSU wins, and I think they win pretty big in this football game well i mean look there there is a bit of a history of lsu after alabama games win over losses sometimes having uh of losing focus um lsu arkansas is a series that also in its history gets very odd like aaron i was at lsu 07 through 11 my first year we won a natty my last year we lost a natty in those five years, the only team we had a losing record against was Arkansas. We finished two and three against them. So this is a series that has a lot of weirdness in it. But, 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 big capital underlined bolded, but my favorite kind. Um, the difference is Brian Kelly. Yep. He is the outlier here. The same way that for the first time ever, in the LSU-Alabama matchup against Nick Saban, you actually maybe arguably had a coaching advantage during that two-week run-up. Um, you are better – now, and actually, Ed O was great at this. Coach Miles was not. Ed O was really good at this. But you are now better positioned to handling success and locking back in than you ever were before because what you have seen out of LSU is process-based. It's not outcome-based. Uh, outcome based like Brian Kelly has talked about this ad nauseum about this idea of look if we trust our process and commit to that 
and the 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 creation of habits and the constant application of those good habits, the outcome will take care of itself. What that leads to is a team that's not just riding some hot streak. They're not lucky. Um, it's good scheme mixed with good discipline execution. So it's not fluky, right? Like it's sustainable. And when you when you think about the teams that lose trap games, it's maybe teams that are poorly coached, teams that are inconsistent, and then teams that don't deal with adversity well. And I don't think you can say that at all about this Tiger team. They appear to be very well coached. Um, if you look at the last month of play, it's been very consistent. Also on the year, it's been a consistent upward trajectory. And as far as dealing with adversity, uh, this team, that's probably the greatest feather in their cap. They've gotten down in nearly every game, save for Alabama, and had to come back. Um, so, yeah, they, look, I... I maybe I'm guilty of just drinking the Kool-Aid too deeply. Right. And admittedly, if, if this was a murder case, you would have to take me off the case uh, because I'm probably too close to it. But from where I sit, LSU, and especially with a KJ Jefferson who is not healthy, which I mean, how good is KJ Jefferson that he's the second highest rated quarterback in the SEC? He's got 17 touchdowns, three picks, nine yards per attempt. He throws for 250, runs for 50 more each game, and he hasn't been healthy for much of the year. Like the dude's awesome. Uh, but, but with him a little banged up and with everything I just said, like I, I I'm fading Vegas here, famous last words, but I'm fading, fading Vegas here. I think, I think LSU takes care of business. And then if, if that does happen, LSU fans are treated to that ultra rare, but enjoyable, completely stress-free experience. Well, they'll get to tune into Ole Miss Alabama, knowing that if Alabama wins, Hey, they're going to Atlanta which that would be a fantastic Saturday afternoon. Uh, that, that would be. I think the one thing that I think worries LSU fans, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but the last time they played an 11 o'clock game versus Tennessee, they got blown out 40 to 13. Two yeah. different football teams. I mean, like, like I said, it, but but you're not at home. You're on the road in this game. Uh, is this just a team that needs a little bit more sleep? I mean, I, I don't think – I think the Florida game was a little bit later, the Ole Miss game, and then obviously Alabama was primetime. Is that a cause for concern legitimately being, you know, because at the end of the day, like when you are the favorite, when you should win the football game, if you do come up a little bit sleepy in the first half and games are close, that's usually when the underdog kind of like, oh man, we actually have a chance. And then you go in the halftime as a favorite, like what the hell is going on? Why aren't we performing? Like, I think LSU, if anything, like goal is you, if you can get off to a fast start, I think you 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 if you can punch you Arkansas can break in the them. face, you break up. Yeah, they're done. But if you keep them alive, that's a team I do not want to keep alive because of KJ and his possibility of being Superman there in the second half. Yeah, and Rocket Sanders is a beast as well, yeah. SEC's leading rusher. Um, so we'll 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 see. Uh, may, well, let, let's move on because we're 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 uh, short on time here. Uh, but but make a call, Aaron. LSU, Arkansas. Who you got? Oh, LSU all day. I think okay. LSU wins. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics. UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates, to coaches play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals. JLab joins the action and connects with 182 million 
plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Yo, what up, y'all? T-Bob here, and Monday Night Football is back. And guess what? So, I'm the co-host of Snaps. The Volume Sports is a college football show. It's a ton of fun. You should definitely listen to it. Uh, but I hail from Louisiana. I have a Saints jersey on as I'm recording this. And tonight, you got the Saints and the Ravens. So why don't you join me in making every moment more of this special Monday night by downloading FanDuel, America's number one sports books. And look, I'm still looking at what same game parlay I want to play. It's definitely going to involve Taysom Hill. Probably going to go for a Taysom rushing touchdown. And then I'm hammering Alvin Kamara's uh, stats, okay? He has been great since Andy Dalton took over at quarterback. I think he will continue to be great. If the Saints are going to make anything of this season, it will be because of AK. So if you want to bet live, if you get to the action late tonight, it doesn't matter because with Vandal's new live same game parlays, you can actually continue building your same game parlays even after the game has started. And trust me, there's no better feeling than hitting one of those. It's a nice payday. New to the Vandal Sportsbook? Uh, use the promo code SNAPS when you download the app. That's SNAPS. Uh, you, well, you know how to spell snaps. Uh, and you get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. So if your bet doesn't win, you get the money back and free bets to play with. How about snaps? How about that? Uh, didn't really work. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL.
next up on the list, let's go out to the Pac-12. Washington, the now ranked Washington Huskies uh, under Caleb DeBoer, one of the best stories of this football season. Michael Penix Jr. throwing it all around. Uh, they will travel to Eugene to take on Oregon. And guess what? You could say that there's all eyes on Oregon. Bo Oregon, because it's Bo Nix and, and Oregon. Because the last few years, if you look, don't give me that face, the Ducks have made a bit of an arc of winning the Pac-12 without actually going to the playoffs. I wonder if this will be different. Like, is Bo Nix really that guy that is going to lead them for the playoffs for the first time in nearly a decade? We'll get the first of our answers come this Saturday. Oh, yeah, I think they roll in this football game. The one the one area that, that, that concerns me and more so concerns me for the spread, which I think is right around two touchdowns, maybe 13 and a half right now in favor of Oregon, is Oregon's passing defense. They are second to worst in the conference just before Cal, uh, giving up about 280 yards per game through the air. And Washington is the number one passing offense in the Pac-12 uh, right around, um, I think, what is it right now? I'm just pulled up a uh, Penix is going for like 380 a game, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay, three, yeah, 370 per game. So like that's a little bit concerning on the defensive side of the football. Um, but I – you know, I like Oregon. I like Bo Nix. You know, I think Bo Nix right now on, on, on FanDuel promo code snaps is right around a plus 2,000 Heisman odds. Still. Uh, and I, it's, it's on my little list right now to send a picture to my great bookie to put some money on it, possibly. Huh, I do yes, like those great. odds. I love those odds. Just to put a little bit of money on Bo. Uh, because, like I alluded to, they're, they're the next two games at home versus Washington and at home versus Utah. Ranked opponents, big-time wins, prime time. A lot of eyeballs are going to be on that game. I think Bo is going to continue to work his way into the Heisen conversation. So I, I think Oregon, they win this football game um, mostly because of him and how special he's been this season and then just being at home and, and, and how daunting yeah. it is to play there in Eugene. You mix those together, and Oregon gets another big, big, big victory uh, against a ranked opponent in the Pac-12. So I think you hit the nail on the head with the Eugene factor. Um, Washington's losses to both UCLA and Arizona State were both on the road this year. Like they are a significantly better team uh, when they are at home in Washington versus having to hit the road. And yeah, I've been to a game in Eugene before, and that is a premier college football stadium. Uh, it may not have a hundred thousand or ninety thousand, but it packs out and it it does hold the sound in well. Like it gets very loud. So I mean, in the end, Oregon should be overwhelming. Like, that much is clear. As you said, Bo Nix, literally the nation's leader in touchdown accounted for. It's just there is that Oregon factor, right? Like, I'll never forget the year. Um, I guess it was actually Jaden Daniels' freshman year at Arizona State, which at this point would have been like 18 or 19, but Oregon looked like they were going to roll to the playoff um, it might have been 19 because I wanted them to make it instead of Alabama, right? All they had to do was like beat a bad Arizona State team. It was like one of the what they do, they blew it to Daniels and that Arizona State team, allowing in the last minute of the game, uh, they went like cover zero and got beat deep for no reason, and they end up not going to the playoffs. So, like the only thing that concerns me is just Oregon and their kind of history of blowing it. But new new oh, yeah. era, Dan Lanning, new yeah. era. Let's yeah. see. Well, I got a great Oregon story, too, about that. So this was heading into the SEC Championship game, 2012, us versus Alabama. And Notre Dame was, I think, one in the country at the time. 
Oregon was two, then Alabama and, and, and us were like three, four. So like we needed one of them to lose. Notre Dame season yeah. was they, they were undefeated. They were in. Everyone knew like hey, it's it's done deal. Um, and then Oregon was going to be that team. So I think Alabama and I both both had a loss. What do you know? Last game of the season, Oregon loses, which oh. then made that SEC championship game the you know essentially semifinal game going into the national championship game versus Notre Dame. So yes, I agree. Oregon just always seems to somehow screw things up later on down the season to prohibit themselves going from to a national championship or from the playoffs. But I just I love what Dane Landing has brought to this football team, the the, the physicality and and then obviously the playmaking skills of Bo Nix. I just I don't see it happening, but it can, man. Like the the, the end of their schedule is 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 tough. Yeah. Washington, Utah, Oregon State on the road is going to be tough, and then you know most likely going to have to play USC or UCLA. No, uh, USC. You had it right the first time. Going to play yeah, USC, uh, UCLA, UCLA. Yeah, so, okay, and it's always tough to beat a team twice in a season, so it's going to be hard to beat the Bruins twice. Hey, you know what Oregon needs to not do? They need to not duck it up. Okay, Oregon, let's go, baby. Uh, number two on the list of top five games of the week, Alabama at Ole Miss. Uh, Aaron, I fired off a tweet earlier asking how many games in a row Ole Miss had won uh, in Oxford. So I'll see what the, uh, oh, it looks like 14. Uh, shout out to my guy, Jarrell Poe. Had some battles with him. He used to play at Ole Miss. He says 14 uh, in a row in Oxford. Now Alabama's coming to town. And all this week, Y'all have made me sit here and defend Nick Saban in Alabama. I feel greasy. I hate it. But again, I feel that the rumors of Saban's death have been greatly exaggerated. Am I wrong here, Aaron? Like, does Ole Miss, do they further the cracks? Do they drive that wedge even further into the Alabama psyche? Or is this a classic Alabama uh, stems the tide? It's like, okay, you know what? Uh, no, 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 no. We're not going anywhere. Uh, so you know what the big interesting thing that's going to happen for this football game that I, I'm, I'm interested to see is the outcome of the LSU versus Arkansas game before. Because essentially if if, if LSU wins the football game, um, it, it knocks Alabama out of the playoffs. So if they're watching that football game and see that, hey, or not out of the playoffs, but out of the SEC championship game, yeah, making it literally just between LSU and Ole Miss at, at that point, what do they feel like? Because they're going to be watching. They're going to be on their phones. They're going to see. They, they We all know. Like everyone knows. Like, hey, man, you know, like I said at the beginning of the show, like goal number one in the SEC, can you win your side? Can you win the West? Can you win the East? And essentially for Alabama, they're going to be in uncharted territory. It's like, how many times have we seen Alabama eliminated from making it to the SEC championship game with three weeks left to go in the season? No. And that could happen at two o'clock central right before kickoff versus Ole Miss. And, And what kind of team do we get a motivated team that says, hey, we can't make it to Atlanta. Do we kind of just pack it in? We got some guys that are pros. They start to think about the NFL. Like I don't know. Like it just it's it's a whole mindset thing that I'm interested to 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 see how that unfolds based on the outcome of the game in Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you look at the two losses Alabama's had this season versus Tennessee and versus LSU. Gave up over 180 yards rushing in each of those games. And what does Ole Miss do well? Ole Miss runs the ball well. Number yeah. one rushing offense yeah. in this country. So if, if 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 there is a way that we've seen to beat Alabama and to frustrate them on the defensive side of the football, it's to have an elite running game. And you know Lane Kimmett, Kiffin coming off a bye week, 
is going to have their offense ready to go with Juckins in the backfield. So I think I think Ole Miss can make this game close. I still think Alabama wins the game, but I, I do think it, it. I think it does. It's a shot to to Alabama's pride. If LSU does win that game, which we expect them to do versus Arkansas, you may th- see a lethargic team there in the first half. Huh. See, so this is interesting. I, I'm kind of of the opinion that I'm guessing that Alabama is maybe good. Like the players are probably taking the tack this week. And, and maybe just because I, I had this experience in college where, you know, maybe everybody was talking a little too much about, you know, what do we need to do to get the championship? What do you do this or that? you end up losing a game you should not have lost. And like the big speech, but from the captain, the next time was like, look, shut the F up. Everybody stop talking about all this out, out, like talking about the future. So I'm talking about, we got to worry about what's like immediately in front of our face. I think you're probably going to get an extra dialed in Alabama. Maybe I'm wrong here, but I don't think that makes Ole Miss's chances any worse because Alabama has been objectively struggling on the road for the last couple of years. And as you said, Ole Miss seems well-suited to exploiting one of Alabama's uh, relative weaknesses. And for Ole Miss, they have everything to play for. They may not control their own destiny, but LSU is still a team. I mean, they're only favored by three on Saturday. Like if LSU loses to either A&M or Arkansas, which could absolutely happen and Ole Miss wins out, they would go to Atlanta, Aaron. I'm pretty sure for the first time, the first time ever. Remember the one time Ole Miss was going to make it. Arkansas had that absurd fourth and 25 where they threw it behind their head and they end up getting the first down. I mean, uh, I don't know if PG or Aaron or somebody wants to check me if I'm right here, but I don't think we'll miss ever been to Atlanta for an SEC well, championship. We will definitely get that clarified. I mean, listen for Alabama, the key simple run the football Gibbs, run it, run it, run it. Ole Miss has just been gashed against good rushing teams this entire year. Not saying that Alabama was a great rushing team, but Gibbs is special. We see it week in and week out. And it's not yeah. like Lane Kiffin was able to hit the portal in the last two weeks, like he did in the offseason to bring in some more defenders at that 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 front six, that front seven. So uh big stat of the game. Who 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 ends up with the most rushing yards, in my opinion, wins the football game because these are two defenses uh and big time games that have struggled to stop the run. But Alabama was just a tad bit better. Uh, Bryce Young is obviously the, the the best player on that football field. I think he could take over the game whenever he wants. And I do I do agree with you a little bit. Like you will get a ticked off Alabama football team, but I I, I will I don't know if I'm gonna put money on this or not. But I, I'm kind of leaning towards if I do end up putting money on this, uh, putting on an Ole Miss. I do believe the line has also come down some. Um, I would not. I don't know what the line. I think it was like it was. It, it, I think it was around 13 closer to maybe two touchdowns it's down to 11 and a half i mean i would uh, i would alabama take favorite. i like old miss with the points there i think alabama I probably wins but i do like old miss with the points there yeah, I agree. um aaron this was an athletic trivia question during one of the broadcasts last saturday not to brag i got it right uh there are four teams that have not made it to atlanta for an sec championship old miss is indeed one of them can you name vanderbilt. the other three yep vanderbilt yep Texas A&M. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you think I was going to get tricked with that one, didn't you? That that I feel like is the one that you would probably miss. Like I think you should get this other one. Uh, the other one is Kentucky. Perfect. There we go. That's why he's on ESPN calling games, folks. Look at when that. When did Mississippi State make an SEC championship game? Um, I'm sure in like '94 or something. I don't know. Right. Uh, 
That's that actually when I was like, really, Kentucky or Mississippi State? I'm like, that's a really good question. I don't know which one. Uh, let's see. Oh, we can look that up. Okay. Number one game of the week. Oh, they, they won the division in 98. It looks like okay. uh, Mississippi State did. Number one game of the week. Howdy. We got a matchup of the horny boys. As you got the horny frogs going against the long hornies. We are on opposite sides of this divide. It's in Austin. It's TCU versus Texas. Uh, you uh, being an idiot have now given yourself back over to Sarkeesian and the Longhorns. Uh, you being so smooth-brained and short-sighted and non-remembering, whereas I am like a dwarf, okay? And we dwarves do not forget. Our memories are long and our grudges run deep. And I will never forgive Texas for sucking me in multiple times this year, only to prove me to being an idiot for believing in them once again. We have a personal bet on this game. You gave me TCU plus four. Um, uh, I, I, I'm i rolling with Mad Max Duggan and the Horn Frogs, who all they do is win versus your pathetic Texas. You want to talk about teams that can't handle adversity? Texas can't handle adversity. All right. Uh, so so big news for TCU, which gives me a little bit more confidence that they may be able to, to keep Texas and that, that defense at bay a little bit. Quinton Johnson, their star receiver, potential top – one or two round draft pick if he decides to come out. Uh, looks like he's going to be healthy for the football game. I think that is a huge, huge get for TCU to be able to keep, you know, the defense uh, balanced, to keep the defense from putting an extra defender in the box to essentially slow down Max Duggan and then their ability to run the football for TCU. So big, big get for TCU. But I'll go back to Texas and when they've played their best this season and it, it's been at home and, and it just – it's a different football team. And I do think if Texas wants to get to the stage of being elite, of being one of the big boys, of being like Alabama or Georgia or Ohio State to get to that level, you got to take care of business at home. You got to be, you got to be, teams have to know that, hey, man, we're going into Austin and the Longhorns don't lose in Austin. And that's not obviously the case right now, but that's where they need to get to. And I think Quinn Ewers showed me a lot last week with how he played on the road. And then obviously Bijan Robinson is Bijan Robinson. And I think Bijan obviously had a great game last week. Last year versus TCU. I don't care about last year, Aaron. What last have you done for year, me lately? Last year versus TCU, Bijan ran for 216 yards, 6.2 yard average, and two touchdowns. So he's got their number a little bit. He's okay, well, he can he he can be John these nuts because it's not going to help him. Okay, yeah. look, uh, what you know, going into Austin's tough. What are these kids going to make fun of me for not having a Tesla? I'm a proud Toyota Camry owner, you son of a bitch. Okay, I got a three year lease on a Camry that's about to be up. I'll be upgrading that thing. So get the hell out of here. Make no mistake, this is blue collar versus privilege right here. Uh, this is a fight against all those who have gotten every break in life because of who their daddy is. Unfortunately, yes. that is also me, right? Like literally I'm a beneficiary of nepotism. It's how I got my start in this industry. So who better, but guess what? That's why I am the most no. well positioned to see this. It takes one to know one. I know these Texas kids. I grew up around him. I've seen him. They're the worst. TCU, on the other hand, they're having to fight for everything they've earned this year. You said it best last week, Aaron. When that first college football playoff poll came out, if TCU was Texas, they would have been three. There would have yep. been four at least. They probably would have been three. Why? 
privilege, okay? So get the hell out of here with your longhorn privilege. I hope Texas gets smashed. I hope Mad Max squirts blood all over these dudes. Let's ride. And plus, Sonny Dykes is infinitely more likable than Steve Sarkeesian. And have you even watched the TCU Hypnotoad victory videos? They're incredible. Let's go Horn Frogs, baby. Texas, baby. Longhorns. Horns up all day. Ah, I can't wait oh to get 50 God. bucks Venmo to me uh, Saturday night at about 1130. Actually, it will be on our show, our on our recap show Saturday night. You will get to see T-Bob Venmo me 50 bucks for Texas plus four. Uh, I do appreciate you giving me those three points. I, listen, it's, it's, it's going to be a great game. And the one thing that we know about TCU is they don't quit. They don't give up. So this is a tale. This is going to be a tale of two halves. Texas is a team that starts it off does fast. Quit and does give up. Exactly. Like they start <laughs> off fast. What is, what does Texas do? Well, Texas comes down and they punch you in the face. Yeah. They punch you in the mouth and then they give it everything they got. And then the second half, they kind of just fall apart. And they did last week versus Kansas state too. Almost lost that game. I mean, they were up 31 to 10 and only scored three points in the second half. Still ended up winning the football game, but almost gave it away once again. And what do we know about TCU? They just kind of uh, suck you in. They think that you're kicking butt. They kind of cradling. They, oh, we're fragile. We're fragile. Poor TCU. Yeah. And then bam, bam, smacking the face come second half. So I, this is two polar opposite teams with how they approach each half of the game. So for Texas, man, no lead is too big there in the first half. You better throttle them, which is why I like Texas at like a, a minus five in the first half for this game. Oh, my God, mm. dude. The big 12 I do like that. Dome. Two teams enter, one team leaves, and it'll be Mad Max. All right, that'll do it for today's snaps. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, huge shout out to... Polly Walnuts and PG for producing as Brum is off gallivanting somewhere. Um, sorry we can do this live. You know, we missed you today, Chad, but we will see you uh, for a little Saturday night. Snaps also catch us on AMP uh, on Saturday as well. So, um, again, FanDuel Sportsbook app, promo code SNAPS, TurtleBoxAudio.com, promo code SNAPS. Subscribe to the pod wherever you listen to pods, rate review. That really helps y'all. And we love you. And we'll see you Saturday for some late night snaps. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.